Listen and follow the Left Wing Rugby podcast with me, Will Slattery and Luke Fitzgerald. As far as I can see, I always want to get in the Irish team. And that should be every young player's dream and ambition in this country. And if you're playing in a place where you're not going to get the opportunities in the big games, that they're the ones that get you picked. They are the ones, the Champions Cup games are the ones that get you picked. You need to be playing in a team and starting in a team for those games. It's as simple as that if you want to play in the Irish team. Every week on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. Today on the Indo Daily, banking woes and why it's so hard to switch lenders in Ireland. Hi. I'm Henry Hippo from Ulster Bank with great news. Join my new Super Savers Club and make saving fun right from the start. Club members get... Why is switching bank accounts in Ireland so difficult? Almost one million Ulster Bank customers will need to find a new bank and the same will apply to 130,000 KBC customers. Now, the Governor of the Central Bank told me two weeks ago that the banks are, and I quote, not ready to deal with the biggest transfer of bank accounts the state has ever experienced. The potential for a catastrophe, Teacher, is obvious to me. Yep, today we're talking money, your money and my money, and what happens to it if we need to find a new place to bank. Because Ireland's banking landscape is currently in a state of chaos for that very reason. And what has been branded as a seamless process in the past to easily switch between banks is proving a total shambles. It's not something that uh, government wanted to see happening, uh, but we know the reasons and the rationale for it. Um, but government doesn't have a role in the commercial decisions of banks. The central bank is finally, and at long last, getting involved. We are beginning this lunchtime with breaking news. The central bank has written to the CEOs of each of the five main retail banks here, calling on them to attend a roundtable discussion on how they're preparing for the departure later this year of Ulster Bank and KBC from the Irish market. But is it enough? This is a massive upheaval in Irish banking and it needs much more intrusive oversight and regulation by the central bank. So, how can Ulster Bank and KBC customers find a new home for their money? And does switching have to be so complicated? I'm Siobhan Maguire and today on the Indo Daily, I'm joined by personal finance editor at the Irish Independent, Charlie Weston, to explain this latest banking mess. Different. Moving us forward. Striving for better. At KBC, we believe different makes a difference. Sounding different. Thinking different banking different. Charlie, we've known since last year that KBC Ireland and Ulster Bank are exiting the market and that's a shrinking banking market, might might I add. And yet here we are with so many customers left out in the cold as they try to switch. So what's happening? Yeah, this is a massive undertaking. It's a logistical nightmare for, for the banking industry, but a bigger nightmare for customers. There's about a million people affected here, a million people between deposit account holders and current account holders who are being told by the end of this year, your account will be closed. So you need to find a new account. Um, So if you do your day to day banking with Ulster Bank or your day to day banking with KBC, 
you need to to get on to AIB, permanent TSB or Bank of Ireland, the, the post office or the credit unions or Revolut or N26 and, and, and get a new account for yourself because these banks are just closing down and it's been handled very badly. You know, the information is patchy. Letters are about to go out to people. 900,000 Ulster Bank customers are starting to receive letters in batches now telling them you're getting six months to close down your account and find a new one. KBC, from June, it's going to write to people, but it'll only give them three months to close their accounts, which seems unreasonable considering how busy this is with two banks closing. You think they would give people more time. Um, and you know, up to now, we've seen a very much the central bank taking a back backseat kind of position on this and not really intervening. But in, in the last day or two, we've seen the central bank now suddenly step up and say, oh, look at you need to give people more time. Um, you need the banks, the, the the existing banks and the department banks need to do much better here at telling people what's going on. As the central bank governor, uh, Gabriel McLouf has admitted himself, the banks are not ready for this. That the departing banks and the and the banks existing banks are not ready for this, and that's pretty evident from the fact that in the year to date, just one hundred and five thousand uh, new accounts have been opened by the main banks here. So look, it's not really happening. Uh, people need to get on top of it. And uh, the potential here for this to be a mess is huge. You're talking about 360,000 active Ulster Bank current account customers, 70,000 business account customers, uh, and 300,000 deposit accounts. And, and then KBC is 130,000 current accounts. So the scale of this is enormous. And you know your banking arrangements are complex and, and, and detailed. So you know, there's a lot to be sorted out here. And Charlie, you know, it's pretty bad when uh, you have central bank nudging all the banks to do a little bit more. I mean, the banks could say on the one hand, well, you know, Ulster Bank and KBC have been telling customers um, since last year that they're exiting and, you know, they, they will need to switch. But now you have customers saying, well, we're trying to switch. People uh, who've been trying since before Christmas and still haven't been able to switch. I mean, it kind of flies in the face of the central bank's um, 10 day switching code, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, the switching code is great. I mean, you know, in theory, it, 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 would, it would be great if it worked, but it, it isn't working anymore. It was designed in another era before banking became a lot more complicated, before it became a lot more digital based. Essentially, what that is, is, uh, you know, you, 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 you get a new bank to take you on. And between your old bank and your new bank, they sort out all the direct debits and the payments for you. That's what's supposed to happen. That doesn't work anymore because, you know, if I am leaving Ulster Bank and joining, say, AIB, uh, my energy company won't take the say-so of AIB, the new the new bank uh, that I'm changing. They need me to get on to them and tell them. That's because of GDPR rules, so data protection rules. You may have standing orders, direct debit. So you're talking about something like 10 different kind of tra credit transfers, direct debits on the average current account. Uh, and, 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 you know, when you take business and, and, and current accounts together, there's about 7 million monthly transfers out of accounts. So that's how complicated this is. This is going to be very difficult to, to, to do. And the old switching code doesn't work anymore because, uh, you know, you, the, the, the data protection rules mean that it just won't work as smoothly as it used to.
Yeah, and and you're right there that the switching code belongs to a different era of banking. And we've seen such huge changes in the banking landscape in Ireland um, in recent decades. A total of 88 branches across the country were shut today. BOI says the move has been prompted by falling customer numbers at the locations in question, along with greater use of its online services. The company says alternative banking options are being provided. Bank of Ireland took, you know, during the pandemic, it closed 99 branches temporarily. And then, you know, as soon as the pandemic restrictions eased a bit, it closed most of those permanently. So you have AIB, which has reduced the number of banks. They've all let people go. Um, And, you know, they haven't staffed up sufficiently to handle what is going to be the single biggest bank switching exercise this country has ever seen. Uh, Bank of Ireland announced the, the, in the last few days that it was taking on an extra, you know, between diverting people and taking on contract staff. It should have an extra 500 people available to handle the switching exercise. We haven't seen a similar announcement from AIB. Uh, Permanent ESB has taken on an extra 200 people. Will that be sufficient? It's doubtful because, you know, a lot of this would be, have to be done through call centres. And then, the, uh, you know, the Central Bank has found that you know, as, as most people know, when you try to ring your bank, you can't get through. You know, half of people hang up because in frustration because they're waiting so long to get through. So, you know, the, 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 the ordinary banks are just not doing enough here. This is why people need to consider the credit unions. They have a good option. Uh, they're willing to, to take on uh, business. They offer face-to-face kind of uh, um, interaction with people as well. And Post has a good offering as well. It's mainly an online uh, current account. But um, maybe people should think hard, you know, who, who wants my business? It's taken a long time for the central bank to intervene and say, hold on a minute here now, you need to do more. The banks need to do more uh, to, to handle this. And uh, they've threatened uh, KBC and Ulster Bank with, with they'll stop them. They've told them that they will stop them closing, uh, getting out of this market unless everybody is sorted out, all their customers are sorted out. So, Charlie, if I'm listening in today and I'm one of the uh, around a million people either with KBC Ireland or Ulster Bank still needing to do that switch, what should I do? Spell it out for me. A good place to start is the State uh, Competition and Consumer Protection Commission. It's a hell of a mouthful. But they have a good comparison on ccpc.ie. Also, bonkers.ie have a good comparison of what's available in the market. So, you know, you decide what's important for you. Is it important to go to somebody that has branches and gives you an overdraft? Or do you want a, you know, a good digital offering? Uh, you know, and, and a lot of the digital, digital offerings are quite good now. So um, uh, you, you will need then to open. Once you choose a provider, see if they'll accept you. You'll need to provide proof of ID and, and your address uh, to open in an account. You know, that can be done very quickly with some of these online operations. Uh, the new uh, current account provider will give you details on what you need to do to switch. And unfortunately, you will have to do a lot of this yourself. You choose a, a date when there's not much activity on, on, your, on your account. For example, don't pick a date near when your mortgage is due to come out or your rent. Because in case there's a mess here, in case this goes wrong and you miss a payment, you don't want to be doing that. Uh, you, you need to tell your employer, and that's really crucial. Give them your new banking uh, bank account details and tell them when you, you're, you're likely to have a new bank open bank account up and running. 
Uh, and then you will probably have to work out who's getting a direct debit out of your account, who's getting a standing order. And um, you will probably need to write to each of those and explain to them, here's my new bank account details. I am switching from such a date uh, to this new account. Uh, we need to make new arrangements here for this payment to come out of the new account rather than the old account. So uh, the other complication then, it gets really messy then. If you want a credit card or an overdraft, you will have to be subject to a credit worthiness review. Now, that's the rules uh, the central bank set. So, which means you can't immediately transfer a credit card or an overdraft. You have to apply for a new one with a new provider. For example, credit unions offer overdrafts, but you will have to be credit worthy assessed. You may have to run your new current account for a while before you'll even be considered for the likes of an overdraft or, or a credit card. So that's that's a complication and, 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 and that's going to make it difficult. You might have to wait three months before you're even considered for a new credit card. So, you know, people need to get on this now because, you know, we're, we're, we're running out of time here. These banks are threatening to pull out of here by the end of the year. So if you want to get a new credit card or a new overdraft, you need to be acting on that now, Siobhan. And as well as that, Charlie, there's a whole cohort of people who don't have the option to go into somebody and speak face to face about this. And I'm talking about elderly customers um, in particular who maybe don't have Internet access. They have to make appointments, don't they, if they want to try and get somebody to help them switch. If, if you're not comfortable online, if you're a vulnerable person, if, if, if you know, you just don't don't have the facilities. Some people don't have broadband. You will have to make an appointment to go in and speak to the to the bank or, 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 or the credit union, but the credit union will be easier to get an appointment. The big banks are, are telling some people, depending on the branch and how busy it is, if you want to go in and open a joint account, you have to do that in the branch. That's just the rules they set. Um, you know, if you want to do, if you want an appointment, you could be waiting weeks, maybe months to get an appointment. They're so busy. Uh, so that's a real difficulty for people who, uh, who are not comfortable doing this online and doing it themselves. You need to be tech savvy if you, know, if you want to do this you know, with, with an online account. So, you know, vulnerable customers are, to be fair to Ulster Bank now, they're doing a good job. Of, they, they're trying to ring all the people they regard as vulnerable, whether they think they're people who don't bank online or people who, who, they, who are older. They're ringing them and they're explaining to them what to do and how to do it and they're helping them. Those people will need a lot of help. And, uh, you know, what's noticeable here is you know, the, there's not a lot of information out there. Uh, really, a central bank should be should be have put together questions and answers on on what you do here. A simple guide to what to do, and that should be being sent out to people who are in the likes of Ulster Bank. You know, KBC's customers tend to be tech savvy and younger, but Ulster Bank would have a lot of older customers. They should be getting information from the central bank, which is not there at the moment. Uh, you know, telling them how to do this. So. There is a real difficulty here and, and not enough preparation has been put into this. For the central bank to admit that banks are not ready for this is just extraordinary. And to only now be telling, telling the banks to up their game, it's also extraordinary. And it's a, it's, a, it's a failure of the central bank to get its act together as usual. What about if you have a mortgage, Charlie, with either of these two banks? What happens then? Yeah, well, if you, if your mortgage is, is is with the likes of the Ulster Bank, um, uh, permanent TSB are trying to buy those. They're trying to buy seven point six billion euros worth of non-tracker mortgages, some uh, small business loans, and they're also trying to buy uh, twenty five branches off Ulster Bank. So, permanent TSB would probably get permission 
you know, they need regulatory approval here, but we'll probably get permission to take over those mortgages. Now, the tracker mortgages is a separate sale process going on for those that uh, they're the likes of AIB and some international players are competing for those. The thing about it is your your mortgage uh, deal, you know, your terms and conditions won't change. It's just a different owner. I myself years ago uh, uh, had my my tracker mortgage sold by Danske Bank, and uh, the terms and conditions haven't changed. You know, it's just handled now by Pepper. It's owned by international investors, but so that the terms don't change. That's great advice, Charlie. Finally, is there anything we can we can learn from this? current mess? I think the lesson has still not been learned by the central bank. You know, despite what happened in 2008, 2009 with the financial collapse in this country, the central bank is still taking too much of a kind of backseat position here, not getting involved enough. It needs to get in there and tell the banks to be more proactive uh, with something as big as this. This is a massive upheaval in Irish banking and it needs much more intrusive oversight and regulation by the central bank. After months and months of the Irish Independent calling for the central bank to set up a steering group that would oversee what's happening here, that is only now going to happen next month. It's only now going to happen in May. We haven't seen one advert or or information campaign on this from the central bank, and that's sadly lacking and it should happen. And we, so we still haven't learned the, the lessons of the of the financial collapse. Uh, the to, a laissez-faire, laissez-faire backward uh, backstep uh, approach to this is just not good enough. My thanks there to Charlie Weston, personal finance editor at the Irish Independent. I'm Siobhan Maguire and today's Indo Daily was presented and produced by myself with research by Tabitha Monaghan recorded by Gavin Hennessy and sound design by Dara Kelly. Archive clips from RTE News at One with Brian Dobson, RTE's Morning Ireland, RTE's 61 News, RTE Archives, Ulster Bank advert from 1987, KBC Ireland Bank ad from 2018 and the Irish Financial Services Union webinar. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review.